and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next week of study in the book of Genesis. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies four chapters of Genesis for four days each week, listening to the word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the word to your life. On day one, we let the word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the word. And as we listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us through your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. This week we will be covering chapters 17 through 20 of the book of Genesis. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will make my covenant between me and you, and I will make your descendants very numerous. Abram fell on his face. God spoke with him. He said, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. Your name will not be Abram anymore, but your name will be Abraham. For I have made you the father of a large group of nations. I will make you extremely fruitful, and I will produce nations from you. Kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your descendants after you, as an everlasting covenant throughout their generations. I will be your God and the God of your descendants after you. I will give the land where you are living as an alien, all the land of Canaan, to you and to your descendants after you as a permanent possession. I will be their God. God said to Abraham, As for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep, a covenant between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised by cutting the foreskin off your flesh. It will be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Every boy among you who is eight days old shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether he is born in your house or purchased with money from any foreigner who is not descended from you. Every male who is born in your house or one who is purchased with your money must be circumcised. 
My covenant will be marked on your flesh as an everlasting covenant. The uncircumcised male who is not circumcised by removing the foreskin from his flesh, that person must be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. God said to Abraham, As for Sarai your wife, you shall not call her Sarai any more, but her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and even give you a son by her. Yes, I will bless her, and she will be a mother of nations. Kings of many peoples will come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Will a child be born to someone who is one hundred years old? Will Sarah, who is ninety years old, give birth? And Abraham said to God, O let Ishmael live in your presence. But God said, No, Sarah, your wife, will bear a son for you. You shall name him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Yes, I have blessed him. I will make him fruitful and will multiply him very greatly. He will become the father of twelve chiefs, and I will make him into a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear for you at this set time next year. When he finished talking with him, God went up from Abraham. Abraham took his son Ishmael, along with every male in Abraham's house, all those who were born in his house, and all those who were purchased with his money. And he circumcised them by cutting off the foreskin from their flesh. He did this on that very day, just as God had said to him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when the foreskin of his flesh was circumcised. Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old, when the foreskin of his flesh was circumcised. On the same day, both Abraham and Ishmael, his son, were circumcised. All the men of his house, those born in the house, as well as those purchased with money from a foreigner, were circumcised along with them. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre, as he was sitting by the door to his tent during the heat of the day. Abraham looked up, and he saw three men standing in front of him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them, and he bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I have now found favor in your sight, please do not pass your servant by. Now let me get a little water, so that all of you can wash your feet and rest under the tree. Let me get some bread so you can refresh yourselves. After that you may go your way. That is why you have come to your servant. They said, Yes, do as you have said. Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah and said, Quickly, prepare twenty quarts of fine flour, knead it, and make some loaves of bread. Abraham ran to the herd, brought a good tender calf, and gave it to the servant. He hurried to prepare it. 
He took cheese curds, milk, and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. He stood beside them under the tree while they ate. They asked him, Where is Sarah, your wife? He said, She is over there in the tent. One of the men said, I will certainly return to you when this season comes around next year. Then Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Sarah was listening to this from the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well into old age. Sarah was past the age for childbearing. Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I am worn out, will I have, will I have pleasure, since my Lord is also old? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really give birth to a child, though I am old? Is anything impossible for the Lord? At the set time next year, I will return to you, and Sarah will have a son. Then Sarah denied it and said, I did not laugh, because she was afraid. The Lord said, Yes, you did laugh. The men got up from there and looked down towards Sodom. Abraham went with them to see them on their way. The Lord said, Should I hide from Abraham what I am about to do, since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed in him? For I have chosen him, so that he may command his children and his household who follow after him to keep the way of the Lord by carrying out righteousness and justice, so that the Lord may deliver to Abraham what he has promised him. So the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very flagrant, I will go down now and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has come to me. If not, I will know. The two men turned from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Abraham approached him and said, Will you really sweep away the righteous along with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep them away and not spare the place for the sake of the fifty righteous who are in it? You would never do such a thing, killing the righteous along with the wicked, treating the righteous the same as the wicked. You would never do such a thing. The judge of all the earth should do right, shouldn't he? The Lord said, If I find fifty righteous people within the city of Sodom, then I will spare the entire place for their sake. Abraham answered, See, now I am, I who am but dust and ashes, have taken it on myself to speak to the Lord. What if there are five fewer than fifty righteous? Will you destroy the entire city if the number is five short? He said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. He spoke to him yet again and said, What if only forty are found there? He said, I will not do it for the sake of the forty. He said, Please do not be angry, my Lord, but I will speak again. What if thirty are found there? 
He said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. He said, See, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to my Lord. What if there are twenty found there? He said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the twenty. He said, Please do not be angry, my Lord, but I will speak just once more. What if ten are found there? He said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the ten. As soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham, the Lord went on his way, and Abraham returned to his place. The two angels came to Sodom at evening. Lot, who was sitting in the gatehouse of Sodom, saw them and got up to meet them. He bowed down with his face to the ground, and he said, See now, my lords, please turn aside into your servant's house and spend the night. Wash your feet, and you can get up early and go on your way. They said, No, we will spend the night in the street. But he kept urging them. So they came with him and entered his house. He made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, surrounded the house, both young and old, all the people from all parts of town. They called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us, that we may be intimate with them. Lot went out to them and shut the door behind him. He said, Please, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. See, now I have two daughters who have not had relations with a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them whatever seems good to you. Only do not do anything to these men, because they have come under the protection of my roof. They said, Get out of our way. They also said, This fellow came to live here as an alien, and now he appoints himself as a judge. Now we will treat you worse than them. They kept pushing Lot back and were ready to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and grabbed Lot and pulled him into the house with them and shut the door. They struck the men who were pressing against the door of the house, both young and old, with blindness, so that they wore themselves out trying to find the door. The men said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here, sons-in-law, your sons, your daughters, whoever you have in the city? Get them out of this place, for we are going to destroy this place, because the outcry against it has grown great before the Lord, so the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons, his sons-in-law, who were pledged to his daughters in marriage. He said, Get up. Get out of this place, for the Lord is going to destroy the city. But to his sons-in-law, he seemed to be joking. When the dawn came, the angels urged Lot, Get going. Take your wife and your two daughters who are here, so that you will not be swept away by the guilt of the city. But Lot was taking too much time, so the men grabbed his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, because the Lord's compassion for him. They led him out and placed him outside the city. Then when they had taken them out, one of them said, Run for your life. Don't look behind you, and don't stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, so that you are not swept away. 
Lot said to them, O no, my Lord, see now your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have shown me great mercy by saving my life. I cannot flee to the mountains, or this disaster will stick with me, and I will die. Look, this city is close enough to flee to, and it is a little one. Please let me flee there, isn't it just a little one, so that my life will be saved. The man said to him, Very well, I have granted your request concerning this thing, so I will not overthrow the city that you have spoken about. Hurry, flee there, because I cannot do anything until you get there. So the city was named Zoar. The sun had risen over the land when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from out of the sky from the Lord. He overthrew those cities, as well as all the plain, all the inhabitants of the cities, and whatever grew in the soil. But Lot's wife, who was behind them, looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Abraham got up early in the morning and went to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and all the land of the plain. As he looked, he saw that the smoke from the land was going up like the smoke from a kiln. And so when God destroyed the cities of the plain, God remembered Abraham and brought Lot out through the middle of the devastation when he overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the mountains, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. His two daughters were with him. He lived in a cave with his two daughters. The firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the land to come to us as normally takes place everywhere on earth. Come on, let's get our father to drink wine, and we will lie down with him that we may preserve our father's seed. They got their father to drink wine that night, and the firstborn went and lay down with their father. He did not know it when she lay down or when she got up. Then the next day the firstborn said to the younger, Look, last night I lay down with my father. Let us get him to drink wine again tonight. You go and lie down with him so that we may preserve our father's seed. They got their father to drink wine that night also. Then the younger went and lay with him. He did not know it when she lay down or when she got up. In this way, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The firstborn gave birth to a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. The younger also gave birth to a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. Abraham traveled from there towards the Negev, and he lived between Kadesh and Shur. He lived as a resident alien in Gerar. About his wife Sarah, Abraham said, She is my sister. Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream during the night and said to him, Listen to me, you are a dead man because of the woman you have taken, because she has a husband. Now Abimelech had not come near her. He said, 
Lord, will you kill even a righteous nation? Didn't he tell me she is my sister? Even she herself said, he is my brother. I have done this with a sincere heart and innocent hands. God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that you have done this with a sincere heart. So I also prevented you from sinning against me. That is why I did not allow you to touch her. Now, therefore, return the man's wife. He is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. If you do not return her, know for sure that you will die, you along with all who are yours. Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all his servants, and told them all these things. The men were terrified. Then Abimelech summoned Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I sinned against you that you have brought this great sin on me and on my kingdom? You have done things to me that you should not have done. Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you see in us that made you do this? Abraham said, I did it because I said to myself, Surely they do not fear God in this place. They will kill me to get my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. When God had me migrate from my father's house, I said to her, This is the kindness that you shall show to me. Everywhere that we go, say about me, He is my brother. Abimelech took sheep and cattle, male servants and female servants, and he gave them to Abraham. He also returned Sarah, his wife, to him. Abimelech said, Look, my land is in front of you. Dwell wherever it pleases you. To Sarah he said, Look, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. You see, it covers any offense in the eyes of everyone who is with you. In front of all of them you are vindicated. Abraham prayed to God. God healed Abimelech and his wife and his female servants so that they were able to bear children. For the Lord had closed up tight all the wombs of the household of Abimelech over the matter of Sarah, Abraham's wife. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.